0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of 40. A what? Of what again? <laughs> Four and a zero in the, Four the You ish. can see it waiting. John the... was just waiting to pounce. Just
1: like uh, a coiled snake. Right. Sure. Coil of something on my front yard, I'll tell you that much. Hey man, if it keeps your lawn green, you should be happy about it. <laughs> only <that>. in small <laughs> spots, though.
0: Only in small yeah. spots. It's the only way it works. So, well, it depends uh, on the pile. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, before I welcome everybody in, I just want to say this: we are pushing the ish part of forty-ish pretty hard tonight, and I'm happy about that. But first, let me welcome in uh, the crew. We got uh, Lance. Oh, we got John. Yeah. Okay, it, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we got. You know, it's
1: not funny when you actually copy it. If you did it first, different story.
0: Let's see, this is where I need a mute button.
1: Uh, we got <laughs> Andy. Good evening.
0: And uh, we're welcoming in our special guest for this week's podcast. Uh, you may know him, you may not know him, you probably don't know him, but you will know him now. Uh, this is Mr. Fritz Klug. Fritz, welcome to the podcast.
2: Hey everyone, thanks for having me, and I hope I'm allowed because I'm thirty-ish. Yeah, you know yeah. I haven't right reached that forty-ish. You no, know, we're probably going out, on, so.
0: on. Okay, bye. <laughs> You lied on your application? Is that what you're telling me?
2: Oh, no. So. Well, you have an application yeah. number. Wait, yeah. Right. It was an extreme vetting process, let me tell
0: you. <laughs> it was a Hey, what are you doing Tuesday? I ain't doing nothing Tuesday. You want to be doing something on Tuesday? Let's do something on Tuesday. All right, let's do something. Tuesday, Tuesday, done. Uh, so <laughs> what do you got I, got, I got nada. I got nada. I got nada. Uh, so uh we all know each other. Fritz, you and I have some history, but why don't you let the listeners know who you may be and uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on.
2: Yeah, so I grew up here in Kalamazoo. I went to Kalamazoo Public Schools and uh, went to Western and studied Latin and Greek. Um, Did that because I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I thought might as well do something that has no job prospects so I can do whatever (laughs) I want. So when I was at college, I started writing for the student newspaper, the Western Herald, and kind of fell in love with journalism and just kind of kept writing and had internships and got a job, and that's where I met you, Jason when I was working at the Kalamazoo Gazette. Went to Lansing, so I was in journalism for about five or six years doing political stuff and also uh, this series called Michigan's Best for Live, where we traveled the state mm-hmm. and ate burgers and pizza and donuts and you know told people which ones were our favorites. Um, and then this job opportunity popped up back in Kalamazoo working for Bell's Brewery. And, uh, so I'm now I'm doing their marketing, uh, part of the, uh, large marketing team, but photos and videos primarily for social media. So
0: that's a nice. lot. Yeah. It was a bunch. That's a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's, one. It's a long elevator, ride. Right? It's like the one to the top of the... It will always be the Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Right. It is yeah. always Sears yeah.
2: tower. the
0: Sears Tower. No, no it's Willis not. Willis Tower. What, I just thought there's thinking? a good view on top of it. That yeah. and what the uh, Hancock building. And you know you've done Chicago well if you've seen the view from both in the same night. Um, and you've also oh. paid some cash because it costs to get to the top of both buildings. Although... The, the trick of the Hancock building is don't go all the way up to the observation deck. Go to the uh, signature room on the 95th. It's one floor lower, but you can mm-hmm. go to the bar and buy a Coke for like seven bucks and not pay the 27 or whatever it is to go all the way to the top and you get the same view within a couple feet. So hmm. uh, that's your tra- travel trip for the day and, and enjoy that. So, yeah, because we're thinking about springtime to go. It's been a few years. I love Chicago. Love it. It's good town. We actually have to go back and redo. Uh, john's bachelor party um ah. we're, we're just gonna redo it we we were old and yeah. tired um anyway
1: what do you mean we were old and tired we were drinking from 10 a.m straight i know but like eight, eight, That's nine why we o'clock were at night, we were like we're just... man we're kind of done <laughs> we, we, we're just kind
0: of <laughs> i i don't know you got i'm i'm ready for bed anyway so fritz you had said that uh, we got to know each other through uh your early like real soon after you got hired by the gazette i believe um yeah Fritz uh, came in to basically embed it in my classroom when I was a tech teacher and Mm -hmm. uh, watched and observed and filmed a behind-the-scenes-ish documentary-style video uh, about a project I was doing with all the fifth graders. So roughly 300 kids that were filming the history of the school because – at the time, we thought the building that we were in was going to be torn down and that maybe they'd build new buildings. And long long the short of it is, eight years later, they did build new buildings, but they didn't tear down that 100-year-old building. But uh, Fritz ended up writing a, a really fun article. It spanned two, two pages of the Gazette uh, and a film, a documentary film that he called Pencil, Paper, Flip Cameras that was <laughs> linked. And I've got it. I've got it on my Vimeo page, so I may link it. Oh, man that's old old i look young and dumb um but uh instead of old and and dumb right and i had (laughs) the same amount of hair so i mean not as epic of a beard but i'm trying
2: well flip cameras man that was that was a while ago Uh wasn't it i remember my mom got one of those and um i remember i was at a wedding once and beforehand the wedding uh the uh, mother of the bride came up and she said hey you do photos and videos right i'm like yeah she's like can you film the wedding and I was like, uh, this is like half an hour before I starts. She's like, oh, we have a flip camera. And I was like, <laughs> all right, let's 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 do this.
0: <laughs> nice. At the time, uh, so you, everybody knows what a flip camera is, I assume. If you don't. Sure, why not? little handheld camera. The, the idea that it would flip because you'd hit a little switch and a, a USB arm would pop out of the side and you'd plug it into your computer. So it was like holding a little hard drive with a HD, widescreen 720 HD Camera and mm-hmm. they were super stupid easy to use. The kids loved them. Oh yeah, we have one
3: actually. Now that you mention it, do
0: you? There, yeah, we
3: quit using. Yeah, we got it when Peter was born, and then took like three videos and got a smartphone after that. So
0: yeah, I mean Cisco bought the company, and then for a while there, for teachers, it was buy one get one free. So you end oh, up cool. getting stacks of them oh, in wow. classroom, and that's how I came across mine. Got money from the the foundation out there at the district, and. uh That and a lot of teaching how to use iMovie, and we were off and running. Sweet. Yep, it was good stuff, good stuff. So um, there's a couple things I want to talk about with Fritz, but we're going to start with the the most deliciously obvious. So Fritz works for one of the biggest, if not the biggest, I think it's one of the biggest, microbreweries in the country. For those who aren't familiar, and I I, I pity you, Bells is located in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Their brewing facility is just outside of town, a few miles. Um, There are epic parts of Bells that those of us in Michigan uh, and those who have left Michigan remember. There's beers like Oberon. There's Two-Hearted, which is still the top beer, if not IPA in the country. It keeps winning awards. Uh, It's it's a solid beer. Um, And then there's uh, things at Bells. There's lots of live music. There's Eccentric Day. Um, There's lots of cool stuff that happens. Um, But uh, that being said, I want to kind of talk to to Fritz as most of us here drink beer of some kind. So I'm going to start with a simple question. Even if it's not a Bell's beer, your top beer of all time and why? And I'll kick it off. My top beer of all time still is, it's a Michigan beer. Uh, It's from... uh, Dragon Mead Brewery out of I think they're out of Warren, maybe Yeah Maybe it's like Shiner and
3: 12 mile over Oh yeah. yeah
0: It is a beer called uh, Final Absolution Oh yeah I have forgotten a lot about my parts of my life with that It's a uh it's a tripel Tripel is that how you say tripel Uh but it's it's got uh clove and banana in it and uh, mm-hmm. Ten percent. So you're you're earning it when you're drinking it. But it used to be on on tap at a a uh, bar in Bay City, where my wife's family's from, uh, called the Stein House, which is now closed. But it pay it was so important part of my life that we all went there between the wedding and the reception of my wedding day because we had to go get some dragon meat. So. <laughs> uh that that that, that is awesome. mine i love it i love it a lot uh i have only had it once or twice in the last couple of years somebody gave i think uh, my brother-in-law gave me some for christmas one year and i don't know if they have it do you know if they have it anywhere on here john does that sound like a something i don't even know where i have to hop on i mean on j- you'd,
1: you'd have to try like tiffany's or yeah. or yeah. Uh, maybe make megabev and see if they've got something there it's true probably
0: not going to find it on tap anywhere then. Well, I, that, there is a,
3: a friend of the family that frequents dragon's mead and I can ask him exactly if it's still brewed there or how easy it is to get it's liquid sex oh it's
0: that that oh, i'm not escape. asking that it's so good <laughs> yeah. it's I mean so what's what's the other one that's along those lines uh le fin du Uh well, that, yeah that kind it's that creamy that it's so good it's really good it's I mean I've done a lot of the Trappist stuff and Chimay's and stuff, but this one, this one wins. So, uh, I'm going to go to the and least it's
2: refreshing too. You it's know, refreshing. it's really, it's a really refreshing beer and very strong at the it's same time.
0: Very, very strong. It's not like a sink the Bismarck or anything like that, but it's, it's pretty good. Um, I'm going go to go the next least likely source of favorite beer. Uh, Tucker, what, what do you, if you're drinking a beer, what are you drinking? Um, uh, I, uh, I'm not going to go
3: brand specific, but I'm kind of a Shandy. Um I like mm-hmm. the sweet, and yes, if it's fruit infused, it's fruit infused I' don't really care, but after a certain mm-hmm. point, um, because it's, it's so long as it's cold and the weather is hot, that's uh, that's all I care about. so I um, there was one we tried not too long, ago. I'll try to remember if it was it seems like it came from founders or shorts, so not to discredit bells at all, but uh, cool. that's that seems to be more around here but uh, yeah they cranked mm-hmm. out a couple different shandies so the lemonade there's a blueberry one that's seasonal that's real good i think uh, i just had that but i i cannot tell you for the life of me it's been different brands it's been micro brew and then i like line and kugels that's above micro um uh, yeah but uh yeah i like i like a shandy and it's got to be cold and the weather has to be hot and
0: it's, um, yeah, what's the Pretty joke, example. Lance? Every time he says that, I keep thinking, the 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 the, the slippy is cold, and the, and the magazine is hot.
1: You put them together, and you
0: form weather. <laughs> I forgot that. So shandies. I feel like I've had a blueberry lemonade shandy. I don't know if it was a line in Google or not, but that sounds yeah. Right. There's
3: there's a um, when we're up north because craft beer is everywhere in the state and i don't know if it's nationwide but mm-hmm. uh I'll, I'll uh it's called paddle hard brewery and they've come into play uh taking it they're on the coattails of the uh canoe race that starts in grayling michigan and, and runs to oscoda so they have they've started brewing their own and they also feature shorts and bells and atwater and a bunch and yeah we had uh, we were up there not too long ago and had, it was a good blueberry shandy that, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not brand loyal. But uh, it's it's got to be a little sweeter uh, because I'm not, a lot of times if it's a beer, like if blood mill or something like that, I taste salt beer and hops, or salt yeast and hops. I don't get the the nuances, but shandies I do. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Fair. and Yeah. Uh, before we go they off the, the rails, before we go all say. the way off the rails with Lance, we're gonna go up to John. <laughs> yeah, I can probably disconnect yeah. now because that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Lance would be like, "Well, if it's twelve oh five, I personally <laughs> like." Uh, spoiler alert: Lance likes craft beer. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any any of the three people that have been listening to this already know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you follow
0: know, him on social social media. <laughs>
1: right. You know, it's been a little weird because like I told you, Jay, I've been, for some reason, my stomach like this past year has been like, remember all that craft beer you used to drink? Well, now you're getting hung over immediately after doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So I've I've had to curtail a lot of that. I mean, and thankfully, you know, I, I like whiskey, too. So I'm just like, well, screw you, beer. I'll just hang over with these guys. But, um, I'm going to take the direct route. I got right. Jimmy. I got Jack. <laughs> yeah. No, pr- prior to that, though, I actually, I mean, really, what I would have in the house fairly regularly was um, Dragon's Milk. Yeah. From yeah. New Holland.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that one. Even tried a couple of, the, um, of their variants that they came out with. And, I mean, some of the stuff was all right, but, I mean, I don't know, still can't beat the original, I guess. That, or I would say a hard second, or a uh, tie to that, is when it came out, is usually uh, Bell's Hell Hath No Fury. Oh, yeah. What is that one, John? Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's heavy, too, but it's just one of those, it's just like you have one or two, and you're just like, I can't get it off the couch.
2: And it's super drinkable as well, which I right. love about that beer. Um, I remember... Um, years ago when I started working there, I bought a case of it and said, you know, because I was enjoying it. It came out in the summer and I said, man, I'm going to, you know, this beer is so good. I can't wait for the winter to come and drink it. So I hid it in my apartment, you know, thinking that, oh, I'm going to pull it out when the snow comes and I'll only oh, right. drink when the snow's on the ground. Forgot about it. Spring comes along. I find it. And I'm like, whoa, I got to drink this fast <laughs> and drink nothing but Hell Hath for about like three weeks. And it was wonderful. Yeah. I, I love that beer. <laughs>
0: That sounds delicious. I don't know why. I mean, is it super thick? Did you
4: just say it took it took you three weeks to drink twelve beers? No, this
2: was a twenty four pack case. So, Lance is <laughs> going to ask me to put again. Like that's 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 like pretty sounds pretty like pretty dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday night. It's t- yeah. yeah Tuesday afternoon. It's the lead in. It's the touche. It's the uh, pre gaming. <laughs> that, that's pre church. Now, this is before we get into Lance, who's next. Fritz, what you need to understand is two things about Lance. One, when we were younger and we used to go out to bars, he would order two Guinnesses at the same time because oh, yeah. one would literally get killed and the other would, I don't think it'd be nursed, but it would be drank on a regular basis. But Lance is the same guy when, when he and I helped uh, Tucker move uh, plate homes in uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. We went to a uh, a karaoke bar called... I think it was called the Monkey Moose. Monkey, Monkey Spit Moose. or something like that. Just, lots Whatever. of fun names for that night. Uh, later in the evening when I went to order a Corona, they were out of cold Coronas because some guy from Michigan had drank the bar out of cold Coronas. <laughs> and he just turned and goes, Lance, son of a bitch, it's a beer. We hadn't even been there an hour and they were gone. And and to no well that was a fun noise that's going that to was different ready yeah uh, to no ill effects I don't think uh, I've ever nope. seen him drunk no matter nope. the quantity it's it's uh, really kind of a scary problem that's not that's
4: not craft beers so you can't really get drunk I mean you can get drunk on it but you gotta drink a lot of that. yeah, yeah, them yeah them but no you did line. drink a lot I
3: don't
0: remember seeing any ill effects <laughs>
4: <laughs> just handles it well you know just yeah.
2: yes uh, he does
0: it's <laughs> a scary thing so yeah, you got uh, a metabolism so. So Lance uh, from down in the down in the southern North Country or whatever we've described as uh, the, the old North State. As long as no. you don't say Sam Adams Triple Bach, what is your uh, what is your favorite beer?
4: Utopia. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I really like Nat Light.
0: Oh God!
1: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just just mute his, his yeah, feed right,
4: right now. Uh, there's Stop. a uh, there's a there's a brewery that uh, you know that I frequent about three three or four nights a week, but Bullshed. um.
0: Time's a day. According to your social media thing, you live there and are mm-hmm. part, part owner now. And you've know, got it mean, you I, I, engraved I, on a stool. Is it, it fair it.
1: to say that when Lance walks into this brewery now, it's much like Cheers. And everyone's like, Lance! Yeah. <laughs> the world and he goes, Lance was and nice, down, nice and muffins. he's just like, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm wearing Milk Bone underwear. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Fuck the base. My ideal weight, if I was seven foot eight, <laughs> tall. you're like Lance. What are the hours? <laughs> well, we can't go on
0: Tuesday because they close at ten forty-five. They what now? <laughs> Don't or worry, they, Steve um... will keep it open for me. What? <laughs> yeah, I um, but no, uh,
4: Bombshell is is a place that I mean, in, they they do this. What's nice about this this particular um, brewery is it, it is a place that you can easily yeah. go to, and you know they, they know who you are. I mean you you only need to go there twice and they'll know who you are. So it's not um but it's a uh, it's a local brewery here in uh, Holly Springs, North Carolina, just outside of Raleigh. And um Devin the uh, Brewmaster has been with them for about 2 years. The um brewery's been open for uh, going on 4 years now. But um Devin makes a um this is probably my favorite beer, but it's a um bourbon barrel aged coconut stout oh. that is, um, well, they, uh, this last batch that he made, um, is, was aged in a, uh, Buffalo trace, uh, whiskey out of, uh, yep. uh Eastern Kentucky. Yep. I thought sure you were uh, going to say
1: Buffalo skull, but I mean, that, yeah. that works too. <laughs> yeah.
4: But, um, this, um, they've, they've got, you know, right now they've got about 12, 12 barrels of the, uh um. Buffalo Trace right now that are aging, I think, an amber ale that they're doing right now in it. But um, they use these this bourbon barrelage coconut stout is one of my favorite beers, and it's I mean it's a light, really light beer. It's a I mean it's only six percent alcohol, so um, totally but the, but, you, but you get the you get the bourbon um, the really bourbon flavor, and I, I, I'm telling you nothing's better in that. I mean it's good by itself but you put a scoop of vanilla ice cream in there oh my god it is so good are you kidding so Uh,
0: am i kidding uh no i haven't
3: wow okay i got a question that's a new one
0: for me i I know if you go down to maker's mark they'll let you purchase a barrel and you know and, and then when you get when it's done aging after however many years you get to go do your little wax seal? Are some of these twelve barrels labeled with your name on it specifically? No, they're, like um, in the back room, there's like um, the Lance's uh, batch. No, mm-hmm. we've got the um,
4: the uh, all the barrels. You know, since it's named, uh, you know, bombshell beer, all the all the barrels have uh, um, names of like Marilyn, um, Betty. Oh, uh, cool! All, all the bombshells, uh, and so they've okay. got um, each each is listed or named. I mean, they stamp it with the name of the um, you know, so they know that, okay, the, uh, the, um, coconut stouts and Betty and, you know, Betty and, um, uh, uh, Maryland.
1: And then that's you know, super these... dirty right there. Know,
0: <laughs> John, what we're going to have to find out is flights from Kalamazoo to, uh, Raleigh, Durham uh, and, uh, make a drive. Yeah, <laughs> see, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the,
4: but this, you know, this bombshell is, I mean, it was, Started by three women. It was the first one hundred percent own women owned brewery in the state of North Carolina. Um it's not the only one anymore, but it's uh, it was the first and um two two of the owners, you know, we used to used to work for the company that I work for currently. So oh. I uh, I know I know the owners, I know all the bartenders, I know all the salespeople. Um I've been camping with the bar manager and I've been, you know, I go to parties with the brewmaster, so um, I'm very, you know, very involved in their organization and, you know, what they do and all, all the things that they support. They, they do a, um, they do a charity event every other Friday, um, you know, for different charities, uh, or no, the first Friday of every month, they do a charity event. And then, um, I'm running in a, uh, and beer mile with them next Saturday. And then they've got their Oktoberfest, um, Isn't that kind party. of chafe?
0: Yeah, probably would. Is it safe to say that uh, Lance is the fifth beetle of the Bombshell Beer Company? Oh, oh. Here's the here's the other question I have before we go into Fritz's favorite beer. Uh, Lance, is there any uh, brewery around you or that you've found in the Southern United States that, come fall, does a pumpkin ale? Um, I feel like that's a Midwestern thing, but I don't know. No, they, they, they do, um, pumpkin ales down here. Um,
4: I'm trying to, the only one I can think of is there's a, um, place up in Apex or here in Apex that I live, uh, it's called Brewprint, um, that, um, I believe they do a pumpkin, some type of pumpkin ale, but, um, there's a a lot of breweries I'm sure would do them. I just, I don't. You know, pumpkin ales aren't really my favorite, so sure. Um, I I I can stomach like you know like a pumpkin or a um, a, uh warlock, warlock which is you know, which isn't really isn't really a pumpkin, but yeah, um, yeah, Ichabod, I can I I can definitely stomach an Ichabod. So gotcha.
0: Uh, sorry good. to take up you
4: that know, half hour of the uh, podcast mm-hmm.
0: here. Beer is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fritz, top beer, favorite beer. What do you got for us? It's tough, um, because I drink so many different beers, I guess.
2: (laughs) Um, So I'll exclude all the beers from the brewery that I work at, simply to make it easier. And I I have to go to Guinness. Um, That beer, for me, when I was young, was always there, consistent quality. Um, And I've kind of come back to it recently in the last six, seven, eight months, you know, I'll get, a, you know, the cans that they have with the widget in it and pour it into a big glass and just kind of pour with vigor and get a nice head. And it's super refreshing, kind of lower ABV, uh, which I appreciate
1: now. <laughs> um,
2: but, yeah, excluding, you know, any uh, beer from, you know, where I work at, um, Guinness has just been hitting it for me lately. And it's just really refreshing. And, um, you know, it's it's weird. It's like it's dark, but it's not dark at the same time it, it, it's a great you know kind of lighter lighter feel to it so um and it's fun that you can drink you know three of them on a thursday night and you don't wake up with a little, little headache on friday
0: right right that is,
4: that is a good beer
0: it's uh it's the first creamy beer that i've ever experienced where it just it's, it went down way too easily way too easily <laughs> but now i know that my my beer selection in my fridge is is weak and I need to up my game, so there yeah, you go. it's
2: always nice. It's always nice to have. It's um, kind of those standbys the fridge, I think, that are just always there, and you mm. know, um, you always have them there. Where if you're like, eh, I don't know what I want tonight, I'll just have that, which is really, really yeah. nice. And it takes discipline to keep buying it, you know. Like, oh, I'm almost out of, you know, X brand or vanilla Java Porter, or
4: whatever. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Can I ask a question to you guys? The, the um, well, something that no. It, we have a lot of them down here, but I mean, do you guys have up in Michigan a lot of bottle shops, party stores? No, I don't know what a bottle shop is. Okay, it's it, it like down here because um, you know so we've got the ABC laws down here, so but um, we've got places that are uh, like they're they're small, almost like yeah, you know, just shops and and strip malls that have. They, they, all they do is sell beer by individual bottles or cases. Mm-hmm. You can buy individual bottles or cans, and they—I mean—they've got a, just a, a crapload of different, um, you know, oh. styles of beer. And you know, you know, because I can, I can go into bottle shops down here and find bells. I can
1: find shorts. I can find.
4: We've um, got a founders. decent amount
1: of places that that do that as well as regular, just going in for like six and twelve packs. Yeah, okay.
3: yeah, I know that at least the Kroger. And then they've got, they've also got they, taps. they do they've a build your own taps. six pack and they've got a lot of local craft that uh,
4: yeah
3: you just grab your
4: container and load them up with whatever. And, well, these know. these these shops down here actually have taps too, so you can go oh. in there and you can get a growler fill. You can get a you know you can get a crowler, You can get oh cool. um, you, hmm. you can you can sit there and have a pint while you're shopping and um hmm. and then yeah we've got a couple places down here too that you it's a um. Pour yourself beer place. So,
2: huh. yeah, yeah. The whole drinking while grocery shopping. I I don't do that anymore. Yeah, that's not uh, a good
0: combo. <laughs> that so you can do that at Horox up in Lansing. Yes, uh, yes. we stopped there on the way back, and we're in there buying hella big sweet potatoes and mega produce. And people walking around with their pint glasses, like it's nothing. They're like, I need nine hundred and fifty-two Brussels sprouts. Where's the cashews? Is that my cheese? Oh, yes. I mean, that's the actual conversations I hear. Like, we're out of pizza. I mean, just... And <laughs> you just buy more stuff? I mean, oh, think yeah. about You'd like how leave. dangerous it is to go shopping
2: when you're hungry. Uh-huh. Like right. having a beer or a glass of wine. Or I went there with a, a, a former girlfriend of mine and we bought uh you know got two glasses of wine and they said well you know it's uh cheaper if you just you know buy the whole bottle like somehow it worked out like that they, they worked their magic on us and we bought the bottle and you know corked it but i was like i'm glad you're buying the groceries today because i would just be like i want this i want that <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. right <laughs> you yeah. get a little
2: bit
0: all right let, let's pivot to something responsible because yeah uh, get it
1: yeah, like I mean, drinking.
0: My my, <laughs> my glass is getting low here. Uh, and you drinking, Fritz? Whatever Fritz is drinking, it looks like a beer slushy. <laughs> what are you drinking <laughs> from the yeah,
2: camera? It's uh, Oktoberfest. Okay. So, um, and a, a great thing with this mug, it's kind of larger than a 12 ounce or 16 ounce pint. Yeah. So I had to have two bottles and have one on the side and kind of refill it as I'm drinking it. So.
0: Good call. There you go. Bummer. You need like <laughs> a.
2: You can't have a, a sort of empty glass. You have to have it full when you start off.
3: Yeah. And Jace kind of feeling it now. He's got well, glass empty. Oh
0: crap! All right, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Something else. Um. Since Fritz is our guest, uh, that uh, came up in conversations, and I think I knew this, but I never processed it at the time. So, uh, as Fritz mentioned, um. Uh, He grew up in Kalamazoo, attended both high school and college in Kalamazoo, but the attending college in Kalamazoo wasn't necessarily in the original cards. Um, Fritz graduated from one of the Kalamazoo public schools, high schools, uh, but he graduated in 2006.
2: That is correct.
0: And and, and that's something significant about that year, and it was something that was probably announced in the – was it in the springtime? Was it around Christmas time? Yeah, it was, it was in
2: November. Yeah, November, last yeah. week okay. of November.
0: So I will right right
2: when you know you're getting ready to right know, go to college and right. decide all that stuff.
0: So I'll let Fritz explain what it was. I was actually a pre-intern teacher in the Kalamazoo Public School System the morning that this thing was announced. But uh, Fritz, tell us uh, what were you orig- where were you originally going to go to college, and what made you change your mind?
2: I mean i was uh that guy that kid who just get me out of town get me out of michigan i want to go as far away as possible oh it's that much money to go to school in chicago or new york i don't care because everyone's in debt for school anyways right like right. what's an extra 10 20 you know when you're that age it's like whatever huh. um but this thing was announced uh my girlfriend at the time called me and said, oh my gosh, you, you can't, did you watch the news? And I was like, no. She's like, this most, the most amazing thing was announced. Uh, we, we get to go to college for free. And I was like, what? And it was the Kalamazoo Promise, which was, you know, anonymous donors donated that anyone who graduated from KPS gets free college inside of the state of Michigan. First, there was public universities and now it's private universities as well. Um, but it was just kind of like, wait, college for free and kind of, you know, had to let that digest a little bit and then talked with my dad about it. And I was like, yeah, uh, zero debt versus any debt. We'll take the zero debt route. Um, and I had already taken some classes at Western, so knew some professors there and, uh, so knew what I was kind of getting into with it and thought, Hey, you know, it's free and, um, I can kind of study whatever I want to study and kind of do whatever I want to do. And it ended up working out great. But yes, I, I was not planning on being in Kalamazoo uh, my freshman year of college. But, you know, it ended up kind of working to be, I, it worked out for the best for sure because I was able to go to school and with that, you know, full ride with the Kalamazoo Promise, I was able to study Latin and Greek and kind of pursue that passion, which I think if I was going heavily into debt, I might have to reconsider, you know, switching that Latin degree to something that would quote unquote make me more money. Um but it was really an interesting time when I was there, you know, from 2006 to 2010 because in 2006 when we were all going into college, everyone thought you get a college degree and you graduate, what do you get? You get a job. Right? Right. But something right. happened right in the middle of there in 2008 where there were no jobs mm. <laughs> after college and seeing people firsthand just kind of being like kind of feel like they were sold this I don't know promise that if you go to college and get a degree, you get a job and What ended up happening was was that people who had degrees like mine in Latin, who could just adapt quickly and do stuff, were I I think the best suited for at least from the people that I know to kind of go and and kind of adapt and take any job um, right out the bat out of college.
0: So let's let's be clear to all the listeners who may not live in Michigan. This is the Kalamazoo Promise. Is no kidding, one hundred percent covered college tuition. I think it's fees. It's not room and board. Uh, It's associated fees, like your lab fees and tech fees. You're talking about anybody wanting to go to, no disrespect to any school, Central Michigan University with a $0 tuition bill coming to your parents' house. Or the University of Michigan. I hate them going there and coming home with a zero dollar tuition bill and becoming a doctor or whatever it happens to be. And, <clears> and <throat> these benefits were such, and, and as the way they they exist is that there's a sliding scale for kids. If you attend kindergarten through graduation of high school, it is a hundred percent coverage. And then it drops by 5% for the first, first, second and third. So you could move into the district and graduate. <clears throat> In fact, the lowest you could get is if you just attended high school, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, you still get a 65% tuition coverage. That's, that's a nice cut. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it, it's funny. Yeah. When you go and learn about the Kalamazoo Promise and you go to their webpage and you go to the frequently asked questions, there's a couple of things. You know, how was it funded? It was a nonprofit, 501c3, a group of anonymous donors. And it's, the question is, who are the donors? A very small group of very nice people. The understanding we are now 12 years out from the promise uh, being started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they have told us it is funded in perpetuity, meaning it will never run out of money, and that they haven't in 12 years touched the principal. Wow. So whoever's yeah. investing it's... this money, and what's really ridiculous is not only do they get paid, but not everybody. Goes after it. You have to apply right, yeah. your senior year. There's like <laughs> right on their web page. It says like five thousand students have been eligible, but first you got to make the grades, and then you got to make yeah. the grades in college. So yeah, and
3: so I'm also wondering that while if it is funded in perpetuity, great word, the crux of it is uh, <laughs> is it Whoa. a write off? Are there is is MSU signing up? You very aware that all right, okay. you have a, a you've spent 13 years in Kalamazoo Public Schools. You graduated from, whatever high school. Good on you. We're just not going to charge. Is it like that, or there is there a okay. fund coming from? There is money oh, yeah. coming from this money fund. Money comes Good from on this fund.
0: Him. Yeah, it's literally. I'll yeah. um, well,
3: make sure you write Derek Jeter. Thank you. Note.
0: I don't think it's Jeter. That, <laughs> a lot of people no. think it's Jeter. Jeter. Uh, I'm gonna say this and sound really bad. I don't think Jeter does squat for Kalamazoo. So Derek yeah, Jeter's from know, Kalamazoo. I, I have he has his foundation that mm-hmm. he doesn't show up for. I'm sorry. I don't think he does. Unless Fritz, you got other knowledge. I don't think he does anything for Kalamazoo. No,
3: I got I was
2: just curious. So I got a funny Jeter story real quick. So this was when I was, you know, that young reporter that you met, Jason. Yeah. And do you remember that Derek Jeter? And we could This is like all ages, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, remember that remember that Jeter story that came out about him. So like Jeter was in Kalamazoo for his Jeter's Leaders thing. He was meeting with kids. It was Jeter and Santa Claus handing out presents at the rave movie theater after oh, all these yeah. kids saw this movie, right? So I went with our sports reporters. I was at the Gazette doing video stuff, and they said, okay, you know, you get to we're gonna have some interview time with uh, Derek. Uh, but the one thing is, we can only talk about the charity. We can't talk about anything else related to sports or his personal life or whatever. That morning, the story broke in the tabloids about, we call it, it was like Jeter's ball stories where he would invite a woman over for the night, right? They would hang out, do whatever. Then in the morning, she would be taken down in the elevator to the car And in the car would be a gift basket with two signed baseballs from Derek Cheater (laughs) (laughs) waiting there. Awesome. And And this story had just broken. I'm standing there. I'm like, you know, I'm not a sports reporter, like whatever. Like, like, I gotta ask Jeter this. I, I didn't. And I, I don't know if the story ended up being true, but I was like just staring into his eyes and wanting to ask him that question. So, fruit basket, huh? What do you, what kind of, like, how many fruits do you put in there? Like, wanting to learn from Derek Jeter.
0: Is this like a edible arrangement situation? Like, are they melons that are <laughs> shaped like baseballs? Are they more of a uh, fruit wrapped, cookie uh, thing? <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Yeah. And do you just have him like in a fridge somewhere
2: or what? Like, oh, Derek Jeter, he was a great baseball player. You got to keep him. Down. Oh,
0: yeah. Eh. He played for that team. <laughs> he did play for that team.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I was a Yankees fan for between the ages of six and 11. Those were the darkest years of my life because, you know, I thought Derek, Derek Jeter from Kalamazoo, I got to support the guy. And then I realized the evil empire that is the New York Yankees.
4: Right, right. We just lost a, a couple of you, you listeners.
0: Ooh. Oh, we could probably, probably go directly go talk to them. There's not oh, that we... many listeners, Lance. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But the, uh, yeah. So there's lots of mystery around the promise
1: about how it's funded, uh-huh. but, uh, Given our town some and where the money is here. Yeah. It's not that hard to make an educated guess of yeah, where the money's probably. From my money. my
3: limited time there, I would have a couple of guesses.
1: Yeah.
2: But you know what's so cool about it is it's like for me especially, um, having left Camelazo for a little bit and coming back and kind of knowing how different communities work. I mean, some communities people who have money will build you know, big buildings or build an arena or build, you know, certain things. But in Kalamazoo, they invest in, you know, something like the Kalamazoo Promise that's so new and so unique, I, right. um, which really, you know, the benefits are, you know, I don't know if you can ever really, you know, tabulate or figure out all the benefits that something like the Promise has given people because it's so, it's so different for every person who's taking advantage of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not to say that kids are not already getting scholarship offers and then having to decline the promise. Which sure. blows my mind. Yeah, I know yeah. some people who don't.
3: You got a full ride to go do something else somewhere. And it would be you know,
2: it's a pretty decent trade. But, it's, uh, pretty yeah,
3: it, it's nice to have that, not necessarily a back pocket, but to know it's there. That's right. uh, tremendous.
2: Well, hey, kids, uh, students from Kalamazoo who may be eligible for the promise, in my day at least, and hopefully this is still true, is that you would have the promise and any additional scholarships you would get on top of that came back as cash checks for you to buy books with. Yeah. Books. um, Okay. Room and board. Books. Kind of any. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. You remember how much books were back then. I'm sure they're atrocious now. I kept looking for a really tall black man with a giant afro. (laughs) <laughs> a shaft?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
3: yeah. That's just what you got. Yeah, thank God for Amazon. I will say that much.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that
3: that's made a big difference.
0: I just had to this, buy a book for work, like, to be part of a work book club, and I was like, $15 for this? <laughs> this little... Little dinky book with like giant letters and
1: big. I was papers. gonna say, is, that, is it written <laughs> in that? A, what's um, the book? That business self-help class kind of thing. So <clears throat> right, no, the it's called the... You can read in the afternoon. Dick and
0: Jane can run on it. <laughs> uh, Farm don't hunt the definitive guide to customer success. <clears throat> written by this guy, and that's actually his name. Guy Nerbash. Oh, so
3: let me let me back it up to the it's, it's KPS. He. Is that he. for undergrad only? No graduate school, is that four years? Yeah, yeah, once, it's just or, or maybe four yeah. and a half or five if you've got it for an education degree.
2: It's four, um, I think it's, they, they ended up settling on is as, like, number of credits. like 130 okay. credits or something like that. I know so, that you
3: could get your, your bachelor's if you're not screwing around too much.
2: It's or, like you know, a, a major halfway. Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that story.
2: Yeah, that's is, cool.
3: There's some uh, That is nice to hear.
0: Might have go down to their office and just ask some questions. But, uh, hey, before we bid farewell to to Fritz, Fritz actually just today launched a new project that I thought would be kind of interesting because... I I think it's interesting because Lance and I carry uh, the same style phone. Lance is a little newer than mine. John carries the same style phone that Tucker carries. Mm -hmm. But... basically, uh, Fritz is, as you may or may not have understood, a a video photography guy. And he has created something that basically allows you to be a little bit more professional than you thought you could be without having to make a secondary investment past what you've got in your pocket. Is that a really roundabout way of saying that's Fritz done good. Something <laughs> camera pocket thingy.
2: <laughs> wow. It worked. All the descriptors I wrote, you know, are, are working when people, you know, I like, yeah, right. read it and it made sense. Yeah. But that's great. No. Yeah. It's, um, so this is actually an idea that I had. So the website's pocketcamera.net, that's pocket camera.net and it's kind of. Dot net. No. Dot net. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. You put it in your pocket. Um, And it was this idea that I had when I was a reporter that, you know, at the end of the day, I would have cameras and notepads and everything. But I was using my iPhone for everything, you know, my smartphone for taking videos, editing, publishing and everything. So I had this idea of, you know, something related to that. And um, now it's kind of morphed into uh, what it is today, which is just, you know, how can you take better photos and videos with just your phone? I think a lot of, you know, websites and, you know, if you look up how to take good pictures with your iPhone or Android or whatever, um, they'll say, Oh, use this app to edit it and buy this attachment lens and buy this gimbal and everything like that. And I think, um, you can do a lot of stuff. Most of the time I don't have any of those things on me. If I'm taking a photo and I'm not walking around or having a beer, I just have just my phone. Um, so it's kind of, you know, taking people, to that next level of, you know, learning how to use, and right now it's focused on the iPhone so that's that I have, but, um, you know, a lot of the principles, you know, apply to Android. And I, I really think that's the only other phone out there, Android and iPhones right now. Um, and, but kind of taking those and kind of professional things that you can, uh, or just like the fundamentals of ph- photography and videography and how you can apply those with, the you know, uh, phone you have in your pocket, um, and kind of without buying all that extra stuff, just kind of things that you can do um, every day with it. So, yeah, um, watched it today and got some good feedback. It, it's kind of fun. It's, you know, this is the first kind of project like this that I've done um, where it's all me and it's not related to work or another organization. And it mm-hmm. feels pretty good.
0: I've see, see a lot can of... I, the, go ahead, Lance. Um, I was just going to say, the, the
4: is it just a pretty much a content, you know, as far as the as far as the site and what you're what you're trying to put out there i mean it's not it's not necessarily a service that you offer or any type of specific product right it's just more like a you know more of a tutorial on how to use your phone for more camera and video
2: yeah kind of like short you know uh snippets and short articles kind of like um you know how long if you're filming a video that you're going to produce how long should you film clips for you know because oftentimes you think like oh There is a tree. I'm gonna film it, and you film it for three seconds. And you go in the editing room. It's like, oh, I could really use our, you know, the editing app. Oh, I really could use four seconds there in that. I I could really use some more time. So I, I always think, you know, I always count to ten when I'm recording a video. It's like, okay, I'm gonna shoot ten seconds of this, ten seconds of that, and I found that that really gives me enough time. Where if I go in, because it's always better to have more footage. Than less footage, right? When you go and you're editing something, it's always better to have more content. I I, I think of it like getting a haircut. Um, uh, you know, I bet a hair size would love to have someone with hair down to their shoulders because they can do more with that than they could with someone who comes in with, you know, a buzz cut. Um,
0: uh... Uh, you know, you have a
2: beard. You can get your beard. Uh,
0: <laughs> right? It's hard to find somebody that'll do that though. It really is. Can you is. hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I just... We can hear Fritz while he's making adjustments. So, yeah, we can hear you, uh, Fritz. There you
2: go. Um, see, this is the thing about noise-canceling headphones when the battery dies on you. It just oh, goes out. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a yeah. yeah. Trying to be fancy.
0: So, as of late, uh, social media, the, the two pictures I see most often come from, from uh, Lance and from John. Lance is, is typically, like, hand-held out, Group selfies with beer, because Lance just drinks beer professionally. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. that's what happens. And John, I can monetize it. I would. Trust yeah, me. I bet. It, yeah, once yeah. You figure that out, we'll all be partners. No problem. And then John, we're a
2: brewery. It's uh, it's, it's. I wanna,
0: I wanna, I wanna start my own eventually. Oh awesome, the offshoot bombshell. Um, John's <laughs> tends to be focused around, uh. One of two things. He, he's, a, he's a musician and he's an, a graphic artist. So usually it's one or the other or somehow how those worlds come together. And they're very representative of what he's doing in the moment. Lance drinks beer, takes spectacular group shots. I don't think either one of you guys staged them. I mean, is it more in the moment when you're taking those pictures,
1: or I mean, you, you thinking... still want to do it a little bit because you want to take a nice photo. I mean, it's one one of the things that Fritz wrote in there. It's like you don't rely, you can't rely on editing software to to fix things if it's a <laughs> crappy photo. Yeah, yeah You know, I like so about... there's a little thought that goes into it. I mean, it's not not as much as if I was really going to stage something nice, but yeah. it is enough to be like, yeah, this would be a really cool shot. Well, if I move my camera, this, oh, I like this better. I'm going to do this. Like yeah, I a- I mean having
4: been an you know, Android user for pretty much my entire you know life, I the the Google Pixel 2 XL phone uh, camera is, you know, is one of the best phone cameras out there. So, oh, I mean, yeah. I I can't I can't take a crappy picture with my phone. I mean, it's I mean I I mean it's even the blurry pictures are like, wow, that's it's pre- a pretty good blurry picture. <laughs> you know when I when I do take those, but uh but yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's amazing the the um, technology nowadays with these cameras, these camera phones and, you know, what they're, I mean, obviously you're paying some pretty good money for these phones. But, you know, when you're taking, when you can take good pictures and even good videos, I mean, I was taking a bunch of videos on Saturday night um, and it was, I mean, those videos are even good. So, and it, it, it's nice too with, with Google Photos, that uh, you know, with that being Google Pixel, I mean, Google adds pictures together and, I mean, we'll fix pictures automatically without me even having to do anything Mm. um you know so i I love what um google use google photos is like a one of my backup
2: solutions and i love when i open it up and they say hey here's like an animation we made of like you take like eight pictures of a dog or something like that and it stitches them together and they are hilarious i kind of i love what they do with that it's really cool
0: i feel like i need to take more pictures
1: same here mm-hmm.
0: and, and, and that's you
1: know, the only way you'll get better at it totally you know, like,
0: i, I like some of the tips that fritz
3: put there um like just there are different ways to actually activate the shutter on your camera which i could have used over the weekend um when my arm was only so long and i refused to get a selfie stick
4: <laughs> yeah well yeah. i know jason with the i mean with you and i having those that google pixel i mean the i mean the, with the google photos i mean i can i've got ten thousand pictures on my google photos right now that Don't take up any space on my phone, so it's. I mean, it's that's what's nice about that because I mean, I take I take fourteen you know fourteen pictures on my phone and it's up on Google Photos within a few minutes, and so it doesn't take up any space on my phone. So, I mean, all these videos and stuff that I'm taking, I mean, automatically back up to the Google Photos. So yeah, I was actually uh, just which is is nice.
0: So I, I use backup either I use Google Photos and I use Amazon Prime Photos. There's 62,000 pictures sitting in my account right now. Oh, wow. Wow. And some of them are probably garbage, but, I mean, I've been shooting pictures since, basically since I got married. And then as the kids come along, sorry, that just ups the ante big time. Oh,
3: yeah. I've I've got Um, a 4-terabyte external hard drive, and I haven't even scratched the surface yet, but that's where they sit.
0: yep. Yep. So Yeah,
2: I bet um I, I know a friend of mine, he just had him and his wife had their first child and he's a photographer. So I was like, you know, everyone always says when you have kids you take more photos, but you take a lot oh, yeah. of photos anyways. I was yeah. like, so what's it like? He's like, Oh yeah, I, I take a lot more photos. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> click 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 yeah. click 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 uh-huh. click
0: So we're coming to the end of our time, so I'm gonna ask a, a question of everybody here. Um and we'll start with our, our guest, Fritz, and that is simply this, since we were ending on photos what makes you decide in the moment that the photo you just took is no longer just for you but it's something you want to share either through social media or you text it to somebody it does it's something other than on your phone or backed up what makes you decide like well shit this is the greatest picture i've ever taken everybody's got to see it what where what makes that decision
2: for you that's a really good question um I mean, I think there's and I think this goes into the whole thing with social media is that, um, you know, I'll post things publicly on social media. But then also if I take a take a photo or I think something, you know, sometimes I send those to people who, you know, like my close friends or, you know, family or, you know, something like that. Right. And um, and I think sometimes there's something really special about taking a really nice photo. And I know I could post that on Instagram And it would get a bunch of likes or whatever. But knowing that that I'm sending it to that one person as a a present to them um, is something that's really nice. Um, I mean, I think any time that, you know, because usually if I'm taking a photo, I'm usually, you know, walking around or doing something else. And I take a bunch of photos and might not look at it, um, again, for a little benefit. Something that I'm still kind of excited about or still piques my interest afterwards, then I'll be like, you know... I'll share it then. But also sometimes when you see something, even before I have my phone out, I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be an awesome photo. I'm going to post that or share that, and I'll do that instantaneously. But um, I don't know sometimes I go through and look through um, my old my camera roll, and it's like, oh wow, there's a lot of great photos I didn't share, and you can share those later on. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, if it if it interests me, then um, hopefully it'll interest other people, and I'll I'll share it out.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Lance, what about you?
4: Um, the, I mean, cause I, I know you see a lot of pictures of me taking pictures of beer, or, you know, selfies or whatever with the, you know, my friends that I hang out with. But the,
1: the,
4: the ones that I would probably say I would probably share more most often, like, you know, by sharing is, um, I'm, I'm somebody that really enjoys patterns. Um, and I, you know, if I see a pattern that is like a unique pattern or, you know, if I take a picture of something and you couldn't tell, what it is just, you know, cause the pattern is so either so intricate or so plain that you don't know what it is by taking a picture of it. I, I really like those type photos that I take. Um, so like, um, like if I see a pattern in like, uh, say sand or a uh, bark on a tree or something, um, you know, I'll take a picture of the bark on a tree and you, I mean, you, obviously you'll probably know that it's bark, but then, you know, it just, the, the way that the, the way that the context of the of mm-hmm. you know, the the image, just what what's in there, um, just to me is something that I really enjoy taking pictures of. So, so do you take pictures
2: of uh, when you have a pint of beer and shapes form within the foam? On the
4: <laughs> I, if, the if, I, if I if I, if I happen if it happens to sit long enough for me to do that, I
0: would. But. <laughs> <laughs> Lance drinks by osmosis. Is yeah. <laughs> that yeah, like reading tea leaves? <laughs> little bits.
2: Oh, I, I have a whole album on my phone of that. I, I love it, and I'm, you know, some I do, one, occasionally I'll get a smiley face on there, and I'm like, oh yeah, hey, what's up?
4: <laughs> I do. I do like seeing what the you know what type of patterns the you know the um, viscosity makes on the side of the
0: glass. Is my so. beer winking at me? Is it oh, yeah. telling me I need another beer? I think it's telling me
1: I need another beer. Hey, I need another Uh-oh. beer, John. Um, uh, You know, a lot of mine really is because it's more what my job is based on. So it's what falls into that thing more. I mean, you know, it's like a lot of music-related stuff, whether I'm backstage with somebody or it's just like a music thing in general. I mean, because I have enough endorsements that some of that is kind of necessary to maintain oh, those. Mm-hmm. Um some of the stuff more like the all the, the vinyl I do on that is more of just like it's cool finds or it's just like this vinyl looks pretty freaking rad. So, so it's really more of just things that fall into there. I mean, and that's why a lot of like my friends and family, you know, are always saying, well, you know, how come you don't have any pictures of your kids? I was like, well, because one, they're not old enough to make that decision for themselves. You know, but then also too, it doesn't fall under the. You know, I'm using this more for a professional uh, thing over personal, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of people that just don't understand that.
0: You do have some pretty cool vinyl. I, well, you know, it's it's growing very fast, and uh, some some legit stuff that you've shared. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I still wasn't really happy about paying 20 bucks for the Shaft soundtrack, but I mean, it was like you I would have paid anywhere else.
0: You would have paid 40.
1: No, given that Discogs has it listed from like six to twenty-five, that w- I would have probably paid closer to ten. But again, it's like ten plus shipping or twenty bucks. To take it right now. Have it right now. Yep.
2: And is it in good condition?
1: Oh yeah. I mean the okay. the jacket itself, not yeah. so much. But I mean the the two albums because it's a double album. Yeah, they're fine. Perfect. Andy. I- uh, two
3: criteria. One, if there's other people in the photo, I've tried to get away from just taking empty landscapes that I think might like, look cool and just kind of give, put somebody in there. Uh, not necessarily for perspective, just to, to show, hey, we were at Arch Rock or hey, we were in uh, Moline, Illinois at John Deere headquarters, or something like that. Because what I'm taking a photo of, even if we're standing side by side, what two different people take a photo of, it's going to be... Different interpretations, so that especially and then I can share that one, and the other is <laughs> uh, misprinted signs that are funny.
0: <clears throat>
3: um, Jay Leno used to do it when he had the Tonight Show, but I, there was one a couple of years ago. Um, the little old ladies had put together a, a craft fair or something, and they were advertising all the things that were going to be that the, they'll have pottery and, and vinyl stuff, and one of the. Categories was supposed to be crocheted items, but they misprinted it to wow. crotched item. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I had to that. I I had to tag my brother because he would have cried. Uh, that was so funny. But uh, yeah, those are my two criteria. And I'm going to have to read more of uh, Prince's article at least on that one because I am a lousy photographer, uh, at least according to my other half. That, uh, <laughs> lighting angles, etc. But uh, usually I just hold it up and hit the burst and hope for the best. You know, then I can edit edit out what is really Mm -hmm. not cool. But yeah, that's the two simple criteria. So I try not to just take photos of uh, like non sequiturs or just, Hey, this lake looks nice and I'll put somebody in it, give it, give it a focus and then I can post that or share. Yeah. I know what's yours, Jay.
0: I go, I go in bursts. It's usually uh, perspective or my kids. And then I'll post a bunch of them over a couple months period. Then I'll purge them all. Like, I'm pretty sure if you go to my Instagram feed right now and go back in the history, there might be two pictures, yet a week ago there might have been 300. I just uh, – sure. I clean them out. I just – because I uh. know I – if I find somebody, I will go back through their history, and I'm like, this is a little a little creepy even on my part to be looking at somebody else's pictures. So, so you insta-stalk to stalk them? Kind of.
3: Yeah, and Kinda. that's one platform I've got no experience with is Instagram.
0: I, I like Instagram because it'll push other places if I need it to. Like, if I really think something's going to get some legs, it'll push to Twitter or, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. But uh, that's actually a story for a upcoming episode with someone else we got coming on to talk about being social all the time. But, uh, guys, I want to thank you again for another spectacular episode. And, Fritz, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to join us on 40-ish.
2: Yeah. Thanks for letting me to crash your party a little bit. It was yeah. a lot of fun.
0: Oh, anytime. Good. Anytime, good, man. Good. We appreciate it. So uh, my thanks to Lance. My thanks to John, sort of. My thanks to yeah. Fritz. And my thanks to Andy. Thanks, you, Jay. I appreciate it, guys. And if I, if I don't talk to you before, I'll catch you on the next one. No wrap-up snarky there? Nothing? No? No. No, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. 'Cause I can't believe you guys let the game over slide. I, oh my god. It was, was we didn't know so it was bad. coming. We didn't that know was so it was coming. That was hilarious.
1: Crap. Like we, I, Lance
0: just did it and we lost it. It was just that pregnant pause, man, you're like, did that just happen? I think that just <laughs> happened. <Yep. laughs>